to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 364 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. And I'm Sam. This is your weekly fix of randomness, technology, and life. And this is where people that stalk us in our private lives probably listen to find out if we're still alive. Um, <laughs> shout out shout out to Chris's mum <laughs> and uh, who, whoever I know that's listening, because I actually think most of our listeners, uh, the very few that we have, are actually people from our past or maybe family yeah. members. Yeah, there are a bunch of people that know us that maybe tune in every once in a while just to see what's, what we're going. And if we're if we're still breathing, probably. Good luck to them. Good luck to them. <laughs> I hope they are well, whatever yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of hope there as well, you've mentioned something here about uh, the Omicron plan. What do we got going on with your, what, what's the plan? Uh, well, I mean, it depends who you ask. So Jacinda, the Prime Minister, came out today and said, we've got it all under control. Don't worry about it. Uh, when it comes here, we will go into red light uh, of the plan. Red light. Uh, if you read anything online, you've also got doctors and nurses saying, look, we're absolutely stretched right now and we don't have it yet. Uh, so when it comes, it'll decimate pretty much everything. And and it's not that it's going to kill people and stuff. It's just there's not going to be people at their jobs because they're sick. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've had a, a, a bit of a, a talk about this at work, right? So the countdown, one of the countdown spokesmen apparently was on One News, which I don't normally watch, but I heard about it. Yeah. And she was basically saying in, in uh, Australia, uh, she was talking about a particular state, I, I don't remember which one, um, you know, the, the supermarket shelves are empty just because people are home coughing yep. and splattering and, you That's know, right. they're not coming into work, which is fair enough. You don't want them in the work, but it means the jobs aren't getting done. So, yeah, and when those people, those workers, happen to be nurses and doctors, that's a problem. Yeah, so, like, even the – it's just the usual story. We don't have – we won't have enough uh, beds for all the people. Uh, someone I know that works in an industry that I won't talk about – uh, they've rejigged 150 people's jobs already in preparation. Like they've already split shifts and getting them to work in weird rotations. So when it hits, and I think personally they're freaked out a bit and they've stockpiled everything. Yeah, I, and yeah, because we did that. Uh, as you probably know, um, we had different shifts that would disinfect between each shift, and yeah, yeah. one would go out before the other one came in, and all that with with Delta. But I don't think that's going to help with this because. You're not going to get it necessarily from work, although um, we deal with the public all the time, so probably. But everybody else, where they go, like unless they're all bubbled up, and wow, let's they, face it, we're ne- not going to go back there again. Nobody, no, nobody's mentally going to go back there again. No, no, there's going to be no more lockdowns. We're just going to have this level red, uh, red light. And they think there might be an outbreak or someone's got it in Palmerston North. And, of course, they've been everywhere, so they're just trying to track that down. We'll see. Ah, uh, yep, yep, yep. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's um, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty word. rough. Actually, I've got um, I've got a couple of things that I, I wrote down here. Um, biotech breakthroughs of twenty twenty one. I was reading a little article on that, and and one of the things was that mRNA was was a big deal. Like, and oh, it yeah, really yeah. really has um had a few impacts, and there's a lot of impacts going forward. So, 
ticks aren't a big deal in New Zealand, but, but they are in like Australia and the US and stuff like yes. that. And they reckon mRNA vaccines for ticks is something or that it's not going to kill the ticks, but it's going to stop the effects the ticks have. Oh, right. That was okay. interesting. But what was also interesting was you, you've heard of CRISPR, right? CRISPR is the... Um, gene splicing... Uh, gene thing. splicing editing software. Yeah, gene well, editing, yeah. Yeah. So they've, um, they've created new branches of CRISPR, like it's been evolving. And oh, so okay. there's a new thing called CRISPR-off. Um, mm, so it's just CRISPR-off. Yeah, I know. But what it does is instead of it, uh, you know, splicing the genes, effectively it just turns on and off certain traits in the genes. Oh, okay. So it's not like, we'll cut that arm off. It's just like, we'll pinch so, the nerve so his hand doesn't work. Type so it's thing. A, a lot easier to make a designer baby then. Yeah, yeah, it will be. Okay, um, but it, it's much more for certain uh, getting off certain things. And then there was another CRISPR um, innovation this year, which was a body delivery. So they've figured that CRISPR is really good for blood um diseases like blood cancers, like uh, leukemia or whatever. Mm. But the problem is you have to take the blood out, you have to crisper it up, and then you have put to it put it back in, in yeah. right? So, so like, that's, what, my what? Fa- that's my favorite thing to do in, in, in most <laughs> well, When you're bored, when you're bored. Yeah, um, <laughs> but what they've found is, well, they've done this uh, uh, test, I think they've done it on six people with a uh, specific liver disease, and they've yeah. put these nanoparticles and what have you, into these fatty globulets, injected mm. it into the liver. The liver's taken it because it likes these things, you know, and it pulls it in and it's actually uh, got rid, crispered the liver, oh, wow. however the hell that works, and it's yeah. fixed the liver. So we're getting there. So, I mean, from there to, you know, those um, assassin uh doses that will only kill the one person it's genetically designed to kill and not anybody else somebody Um, i don't know if that's a story yet already but somebody should be writing that or the screenplay i think it was in that last james bond oh i think you're right at the end um because he couldn't see his daughter and so he knew he had that gene and it Mm. would affect his daughter so he i i don't want to spoil it for anyone (laughs) but uh didn't didn't, didn't survive (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a great film yeah anyway so that was cool uh oh and the other thing was and we've talked about it a, a few times already was the ai designed drugs um uh which are being done by isomorphic labs which is owned by alphabet of google you know all oh, right yeah 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 and so that's um finding you know doing the uh testing on drugs uh either physically testing them or ai testing them and checking whether it'll work or not but yeah, anyway, I just thought I'd mention the biotech breakthrough since we'd been talking about Omicron. Yes. Wellington got a new sign uh, recently, Chris. It's very fancy. I saw and, that. Um, it cost $130,000 and they decided to leave the eye out because that's where you're supposed to stand and take a photo. You are the eye. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good, actually. I thought it was quite clever. Uh, but a lot of people don't understand it and they're just like, where's the eye? Like, I, I think th- they, I think they should have made. I don't know if they did or not. It doesn't say, but they should have made the eye just in case. But they haven't. Oh, they there's haven't. a sign on the floor. It says, "Be the eye in Wellington." Yeah, yeah. They can move it. They can move it around as well, so they can move that sign to different places. Okay, uh, they, no, I think it's great. I think it makes a lot of sense, and you, you be the eye um, in there. 
like when I first saw it, I was like, what the hell's going on with that? That's stupid. And then when they said, oh, that L's got a longer L, so you stand on it and you're the I, I'm like, oh, Wellington is made up me of me. I am Wellington. It's cool. I like it. I think it's really good. It's okay. I think, um, I don't know. It, it, the person here says, look, they, they spent ratepayers' money on that and, um, you know, they should have been looking after a whole bunch of other things, They're like infrastructure uh, instead of that. Mm, yeah, inter- infrastructure isn't sexy. We wouldn't be talking about infrastructure in Wellington on this podcast and look at the reach that we've given them just in this segment alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he sort of, he's the, the Wellington mayor sort of justified it because of how many social media hits the sign has already generated. But, yeah, I'd um, say so. If there's only 130,000, you can't get any sort of campaign going for 130,000. No, that's right. But you can't, the, the argument is you can't judge it on social media interaction when most of it is negative. Now, I don't know. Imagine Hamilton. We could do that. We could do Hamilton. H A M L T O N. You're the I in the ham. <laughs> Throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it could do. Um, you don't sound enthusiastic on that one. It, it makes more sense than Wellington because of the stand on the L. It just it looks good. I think it's great. I I think it's great. But anyway, that's fine. We'll see can, how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I'm sure when someone steals part of it or it ends up in the harbour, we'll hear about it. Oh yeah, oh, people have got to bitch about something. They always got to bitch about something. So oh, they you do. know that's going to happen. That's right. Um, so that's, that's fine. Right. Oh, speaking of bitching and things, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, go through this because I thought this was hilarious. So this is the um, the awards for um, what do you call it? Um, not the Onion. Oh, okay. On Reddit, they had their annual awards. So I just thought I'm, I'm just going to go through the the titles because um, yeah. I think these are funny. So the funniest headline, the first, the winner, and we talked about this. Okay. Hiker lost on mountain for 24 hours, ignored calls from rescuers because he didn't recognize their phone number. That's right. He's a winner, and we covered it here first at the Christmas Sam podcast. Um, The the, um, funniest overall article was cyberpunk developers ask players to please stop having sex with Keanu Reeves. If that's an option (laughs) in the game, I'm going to do it. Okay, (laughs) If that's an option, I'm doing it. I'm not going to mod the game, but if it's there and I can do it, I'm in. Yeah, I know. Um, The most cringeworthy that was disqualified. Oh, um, it it became it was originally first, then it was disqualified just because of the user thing. But um, the first one was DoorDash spent five point five million to advertise their one million dollar charity donation. What? That sounds. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> the second cringeworthy, which then became the winner because the first one was uh, yeah. disqualified. Televangelist Jim Becker complains that God cannot hear pr- prayers through masks. Oh, I bet I bet he can't, but I, you know you know it'll help. You know what'll help? Some cash money. Just let me touch that. That'll make it better. And third was uh Jake Angeli. So he was the horned dude out of the um the guy wearing horns that broke into on the street. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, The horn man who stormed Capitol refuses to eat as guards won't feed him organic food. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he got all upset. Uh, the closest to satire award went to Staten Island Republican who shouted, Heil Hitler, at a protest, apologizes by saying she actually meant to say, Mein Fuhrer. 
Okay, yeah, fine line there. I, I can understand. <laughs> oh, oh, is that what you were? Oh, no, that's all right then. Yeah, oh, okay. Best Darwin Award? Um, Nothing Will Stop Us tweeted the woman before she was shot dead in the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. the second uh, runner-up Darwin Award, man died at U.S. Capitol after accidentally tasering himself and having a heart attack. What? Well, <laughs> I think you deserve it. I think so too. Anyway, those were a bit of levity from the uh, Not the Onion Awards, which is a great little board to keep an eye on in uh, Reddit. But actually, listeners should not do that because that's where I get half of my stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's just giving away the secret. Oh, no, I know, I know. What else we got here? Oh, did you hear about um, talking about Hamilton? Yeah. Did you hear about the on demand bus for Hamilton? Yeah, it's like a. It looks like a special needs bus. <laughs> it does. Don't laugh. Well, what yeah, it is. I guess. It's, I and they're going to pick you up and drop you off from home. I think is it home no, or bus it's stop? From a corner, from oh, okay. designated street corner. Oh, okay. Anyway, and it's only two bucks each way. Oh, is that what it was? Because I don't think I had the price on this. Oh no. yeah. It oh yeah. It does say two bucks for each way. Yeah, I, did, I didn't read that. It was right at the end. I um, just get the feeling it's going to turn to chaos. With drunk people. Well, it, it's from 6 p.m. to 4 a.m. So it's yeah. tailored for drunk people. No, I understand that. But you're going to have to deal with the mess that they got to make and try and hurt. It'd be like hurting cats on or off the bus. And half the time, they're going to forget where they live. Well, like, it's hey, so can you imagine me taking it home like late? Because I can't imagine I live, you in town late. But anyway. Yeah, no, I know. But I live in Univille. Like... There are parties here every night of the week around yeah. where I am. Actually, um, just I, I forgot I haven't mentioned it because you didn't I only, rock up to a party, did you? No, um, somebody got their car stolen in the car park outside my house. What? Because really? the guy knocked on my door um, this morning and yeah. said, "Do you have? Uh, does your dash cam capture stuff?" And I'm like, I, "Only when the car's turned on. It's only yeah. a cheap one. Like it only starts up." He goes, "Damn." My car was right there and it got stolen. What type of car was freaky. it? Uh, it was a silver car. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, oh. but, that'd, be, um, that'd be doing some Ram raids right now. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, th- these guys have, I think they buy and sell cars or something because they've got sort of quite nice cars. But they're freaking washing them all the time. Oh, I washed my okay. car once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had it for four years. I think I washed it once. <laughs> That, that tracks three, three years anyway so anyway back to this bus thing and you living in uh well yeah um if i get the bus home at night i'm totally going to be in with all the drunk students yeah maybe yeah, yeah. maybe that's a thing though maybe i can pick something up. no 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 okay no, that, that's, a, that's a bit creepy actually oh yeah just thinking about it. <laughs> i'm glad you said that <laughs> by the way christmas mum, he's doing great <laughs> Yes, you got but something because I want to get off me. Now. I am, I am expecting this bus thing not to be running for very long. Like the idea is good, but I just for whatever reason I think something's going to happen. Throwing yeah, it out I yeah, I um yeah, I struggle with it a little. I mean, so Wellington, we used to go night clubbing when I was in my twenties, you know, eighteen, yeah, yeah. whatever, and go night clubbing, jump on the bus, and come home because the buses ran all night, but it was yeah, a yeah. normal bus. Yeah, and they ran till about three in the morning, and maybe there was one every hour after that. But like literally, it, it yeah, was yeah. all night, um, which just blew my my mind when I went other 
cities and like found out the buses don't run like 24 yeah i know i know it's crazy yeah so good on you hamilton you're trying to catch up actually sarah's in christchurch right now oh is she yeah she's down there for the week and she just goes i just went to pack and save you won't believe the range and she's sending me photos of all this random products that um there's none in, there's none here in hamilton it's it's a completely different world but hamilton will catch up and uh true True. Hey, um, did you hear that YouTube's got its first video to 10 billion views? I did. Oh, I, so uh, you know what it is. Uh, I, yeah. I, 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 have, I heard this, and then I looked at your note, and I was like, what does that stand for? And I was like, oh, I know what it is. Baby Shark. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope, I really hope they've monetized it and they've made a ton of money because they're living the dream. Yeah, catchy, yeah. Catchy tune for small children that drives parents mental. <laughs> yeah, because I think it was Seth Myers or or, or it might have been um, Colbert. I, I forget where I heard it from. And and his comment was, and parents go, no, that's not right. I'm sure it's more than 10 billion views. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's, what would be second place. I have no I idea. I don't I even no know idea. how to find that out. But uh, good on them. Uh, I think it's only, I don't even know how old it is. Um, three years old maybe maybe i'm gonna find out yeah you you go and check that out i can't even remember this tune oh what? i don't have kids remember that doesn't matter most people know what it is Um, (laughs) it's five years ago five 10 billion views they've got like a a lot of their uh, other there's some more videos here 156 million 23 million um it's called Pink Fong, Baby Shark. Oh, good on them. Good on them. But I think they're one of those content farms that sort of, um, yeah. So they've had 28 billion views across their whole channel. Jesus. Okay. I think it, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I bet they they rake it in on consultancy fees alone. Yeah, probably. But they've you probably know? got multiple. They're one of these ones that have like, if it's one of these weird content farms, they've got like 20 channels and they're pumping out content twenty four seven across the board. And yeah, it makes it you know it makes it worthwhile. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you hear? I, I just I wrote this down because I, th- I thought it was interesting that Walmart's planning on launching um, NFTs and crypt- their own cryptocurrency, Wal- Walmart Bucks or whatever, yeah, uh, and tokens as it dives into the metaverse and virtual reality. And I watched this video of what they reckon their version of the metaverse, shocking at Walmart and the metaverse would be. It's like the most boring um, uh, virtual reality shopping I can imagine. But anyway, yeah. Uh, What what do you reckon about that? Do you think it's going nuts or or what? Uh, I I don't know. Like, I think cryptocurrency is okay. I just, it, all this stuff's okay. I just don't know what is going to get mass appeal and how long it's going to take. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think- Because um, like virtual reality, really cool. Metaverse, bit scammy. Sounds like Facebook just wants to be in your life a bit more uh, from their point of view, but metaverse in general. Yeah, okay, cool. NFTs, that takes a little bit to get your head around, but it sort of makes sense. And there's some cool applications of that coming up now. 
And yeah, and I think the applications are the thing, right? Mm. So the applications, so NFTs, is, it's like they're throwing a whole lot of mud at the wall, which is just how everything works, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Websites were all that crap as well, right? Oh, exactly. let's try doing this. Let's try doing this. And exactly. some of it will stick and some of it will just fall away. So I think the, the, the um, key applications we haven't even dreamt of yet. No, and, that's and in right. In 10 years' time, it'll be, you know, you and I, if we're having this conversation, it'll be so obvious what those are. But we yeah, don't know yeah. what they are now because you can't imagine it. Because, no. you know, at one point we couldn't imagine just being able to do all the internet and social media on your phone. Like that was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, That's I really remember crazy. them calling me up and doing a survey on what does texting mean to you on a phone? Because they hadn't uh, turned that service on in New Zealand yet. So anyway, um, just on that metaverse thing, though, uh, I've got a really good article I was reading here, and I'm going to read a couple of things on it. And it's about um, virtual land in the metaverse is selling for millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. I right? saw the headline. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So I don't want to go through all of it, but there were a couple of things that I thought were re- really interesting. Virtual land is becoming as much of an investment as physical land, and if the current trends continue, may stand to give early adopters a huge payout, or you may lose all of your money, just saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, Metaverse Group chose its plot of land very intentionally and knows exactly what use it will be put to. How do you choose the plot of land? I don't know, all right? Okay. So there's this um, thing called um, Decentraland which is a decentralized virtual world built on the Ethereum blockchain. Um, so decentralized being the key. It's you, the people that own the uh, NFTs yeah. who, who use Decentraland own Decentraland, right? Okay. So nobody owns it. It's, it's an um, autonomous organization. It's a DAO, you know, decentralized autonomous organization. Yeah. Right? So that's the way it wants to go. But Facebook, now Meta, aims to rule the universe, uh, the metaverse of the future, but it seems likely that people will uh, gravitate towards platforms like Decentraland precisely because they're not owned or controlled by Facebook. Mark Zuckerberg, who, the robot. Who hasn't done a great job of earning its users' trust. It could no. take a long time for the company to turn consumer sentiment around. Yeah, a long time, like aeons. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, that's that's sort of what they're doing. It's a Ethereum-based token, um, so Decentraland would have that native cryptocurrency, um, and it that's building up. So that sort of makes some sense to me as as an investment. But I, I couldn't imagine buying a plot of land for a million dollars that's the size of a basketball court off Facebook or you know off Meta. So you've got a spot in their metaverse. Like it's all a little bit of. Um, I saw something about that article, and people are like, "It's like those people that were selling plots to the moon back in the day." Yeah, and and people are selling plots on Mars still. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have a lot of money that don't know what to do with it. I know that's what that's what hit me most when I was looking at this was just like, man, wouldn't it be cool just to have that much money that you just don't give a crap? Yeah. Anyway. I wanted to mention, oh, I like this thing. Uh, it's another, I was on a bit of a science kick, so I went mm. through a whole bunch of science stuff. But um, scientists have developed a recyclable plastics or developed recyclable plastics based on sugars. So it's on the um, polymers from sugars. Yeah, so yeah. this is the University of Birmingham. 
in the US and and uh, UK and Duke University in the US together. Oh, yeah. um, so <clears throat> they're using sugar-based starting materials rather than petrochemical derivatives to make new polymers. They made two, one which is stretchable like rubber and another one which is uh, tough but ductile. I'm not quite sure what ductile means, to be honest, like most commercial plastics. Okay. Research has made new polymers using isodide and isom isomanidide as building blocks. So anyway, basically they're made from sugar alcohols um, with rigid rings of atoms, and the the key is that they break down. Um, you so know, how long would they last though? Like, um, I mean, who knows? Like, let me just see if there's something here that says. No, it's still early in the research. We, while we need to do more research to reduce costs and study potential environmental impact of these uh, materials, in the long term, it's possible these sorts of materials could replace petrochemically sourced plastics that don't readily degrade in the environment. Mm. Um, so joint patent application has been filed by both those universities. But yeah, think, that's a step in the right direction. I think. That is a step in the right direction, but I think we need to train some more organisms to eat the plastic. Because there was those crowds, there was a guy on a podcast, eh, and he was talking about the organisms that they use to eat um, like waste electronics in it. They just leave the gold behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they need to do that with plastic. Like if you could get it to eat plastic and then somehow get uh, biofuel out the back end of it, man, you'd be onto something, I think. Just and it, and it could work on any plastic. You just chuck all the plastic in a big bin thing, and next thing you well, know... Well, like our getting... recycling bins. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I can't... still can't believe what you said last week about those people not using that. It's too hard, Chris. It's too it's hard. It's not too hard. It's, it's Hamilton, hard. okay? Don't know what it's like. If you don't live in Hamilton, you don't know how rough you've got it. <laughs> You'll be happy to know that the um, Turkmenistan, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Their leader wants to extinguish the gates of hell. He's oh yeah, that's the it. guy that had the um, the the video of him driving a sports car around a day, eh? yeah, around yeah. the gates of hell. President Gurbanguly Berdimukhodov. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. He wants happy. to extinguish it. It's a natural gas crater that's been burning like forever, um, and he wants. He's asked the government to find ways to put it out. He says it negatively affects the environment and the health of the people that live nearby. We're losing valuable natural resources. Uh, we could get more money from it. And I don't think he likes the people, the couple of people that go in there every year and camp near it. Fred and Susan keep camping there. And I hate Fred and Susan. Probably. We've got to get rid of this. <laughs> so, so they said the origin, BBC said, BBC Travel said that the origin remains a mystery has usually been attributed to the Soviet drilling accident in 1971. But the geologists from uh, Turkmen, they said the crater may have been formed in the 60s and lit two decades later. So no one really knows. It's just this burning pit of fire. Oh, someone in 2013, a Canadian-born scientific explorer, uh, not that stupid Kiwi guy. Remember when he tried going into a volcano? Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, this guy went in. He said he felt like being on another planet. Uh, that's because everything's on fire. <laughs> I felt like I was in the abyssal plane and there were demons everywhere. Pretty much. I think that's what he said. <laughs> and, uh, and Starlink has been photobombing every uh, astronomy photographer's photos. Oh, man. Because they have to do long exposures usually and then a streak of Dead uh, satellites piss you go off, past. wouldn't it? But you can track them. I think there's a website that tells you where they are. Like, 
Yeah, you know, but it's you should it's, look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll get you. If straight. you're going to stand outside for six hours, well, that's why photo. you send your telescope a million miles away from Earth so you can get a decent freaking look. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what they need to do. Stop putting freaking cameras in your backyard and fire some into space. You'll be fine. Why not? Stop your whinging. Oh, yeah. They from Hamilton. It's too hard. Anyway, yeah. Maybe <laughs> we're uh, giving Hamilton a bad rap. Uh, maybe. Did you hear about the um, the problem they've got now with kids um, doing DDoS attacks against schools? Yet again, I saw the headline, but I didn't read any of it. So Britain's computer crime cops are targeting youngsters as young as nine years old in an attempt to dissuade them from embarking on lives of cybercrime. Oh, okay. Are they actually doing stuff at age nine, though? Uh, yeah. According to the NCCU... What's that stand for? The National Cybercrime Unit. Uh, Many of the referrals were secondary school children with the average being 15 years old and the youngest being just nine. Oh, okay. Um, So what what happens is they've been doing DDS. So it tells, hang on, it says it here. They fall into the denial of service attacks, firstly by playing online games, yeah. Then falling into installing mods and hacks yeah. for the online games and even remote access Trojans to get the upper hand on their gaming rivals. Oh, I see. Researchers okay. suggested that many young students do not consider it wrong, no, quote unquote wrong, to disrupt other players' gaming experience because it's considered as just another way to win. Their peers are doing it too, and they certainly do not believe that they are likely to get any into any trouble with the law. So it's sort of like they're causing that to happen, but they're not going out of their way to go, hey, I'm going to do this on purpose. It's more of a gaming byproduct. It's, no, it's more like red pilling. It's more like um, getting sucked down that rabbit hole. So they start off going, oh, if I add this mod to Counter-Strike and I can't no, I but, have to aim. But you have to, you have to wonder, like, um, if you've got people that don't really know what they're talking about, this is the article that right. Like, the kids aren't going, I'm doing a... DDoS attack on the school. They're not purposely oh, shutting down the school. Oh, yeah, they are. They are doing it. There's no, DDoS. No, no. no, they're doing it, but they're not doing it to just do that. Like, they're not doing it from a hacker point of view. I think it's wrong. I don't, th- I don't agree with no, that. No, they reckon they are. They reckon kids no, are no, going, I don't yeah. want to go to school this week. No, we're no, going no, to no. DDoS This is school. adults fucking not knowing what they're talking about again. Okay. I, th- right, I, anyway. I think it's a byproduct of what you said of them disrupting the games. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they reckon it's a, a step-by-step thing from there. But anyway, the initiative being rolled out by the NCA to cover 2,000 primary and secondary schools in the UK, I, ahead of going yeah, live okay. at further okay. schools and colleges, will see students who search for terms associated with cybercrime greeted with an access-denied block page. And How then many- it's got this video, and there's hmm. a video here, which later on maybe you want to watch, but it basically goes... It's, it's the knobbiest video ever. It's like, that's not going to oh, I'm inspire just anybody. No, this is inspiring anyone. This is the, uh, if you pir- would you pirate a car? No. Why are you pirating videos? It's yeah, yeah. It's that, that, it's, that, it's that level. It's even cringier, though, I think. But anyway. I'd really, can- I'd really love to know what the percentage is of students across the board that are doing this. I'm oh, it's got to be little. small. It's got to be small, I reckon. Yeah, so basically, it's like uh, if you look, if you want to study game design, level up. If you want to study um, cybersecurity, level up. 
if you want to study how to um, do DDoS attacks, but it's got more technical things, boot. Booting root. bandit account cracker. Yeah. Uh, you know, do, 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 Oh, you're in jail. Game over. A That's basically visit. the end. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I wonder if this is going to get kids thinking about it more and going, hey, what's this thing? Let's do it. Well, like, I don't know. I mean, so obviously when I was that age, there wasn't computers to hack. Like, literally, no. there, there weren't. Um, I, I did get a computer, but we did freaking um, yeah. or tapping. We called it tapping at that time. So um, you go to a public phone. Yes, they had public phones. And it was six cents. It was three two-cent pieces to make a phone call, oh. which is ridiculously expensive. And so um, if you – because it had a dial. So you, the, the idea I'm explaining for the younger people out there, you put your finger in the dial, you move the dial around, and as it goes back, it goes click, 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 click. You can hear the clicks. Yeah. If you're good with your ti- sense of timing – you can do the clicks. And they added up to 11. So if somebody d- dialed a um, a nine, you would do three clicks. So if the number was a nine, you'd do three clicks. If the number was a a, a, a five, you'd do six clicks. If the number yeah. was a zero, you'd do 11 clicks. And so if you knew would, the would phone number- not, would, and, would nine be two clicks? Oh, uh, nine be two clicks, sorry. Just yeah. checking your math. <laughs> sorry. sorry uh, it's been a while. And yeah. then, um, yeah, and then you'd um, go through and- uh, You'd, you'd transpose the number in your head to the other one and then you'd do the clicking and you just had to get your – it had to be perfect. Yeah, yeah. It had to get your timing right. And then you could make that call for free. Yeah, so didn't hurt anybody. I mean, we only phoned people because we could. I wasn't going to no, spend six you, cents anyway. It's you, not like we – we You ripped off those companies, Chris, and they're still struggling yeah, today. Yeah, no, well, it was the New Zealand Post. That's right. Anyway – that brings us to the end of the podcast and uh, all the excitement for this week. <laughs> Anything exciting coming up? Uh, we got Misty Flicks is coming up next month. So February the, February the 12th. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Blink's on that because I still haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, because I, I missed that. the um, you did. thing. What do we call it? Premiere. I missed the premiere because I was busy. But, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, so if you're in, in Hamilton, Check that out, Misty Flicks. Um, I'm sure if you just search it, we'll search it on Facebook, you'll find yeah, out. Yeah, go find Misty Flicks. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. Sounds good. Well, until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.